Hello, and welcome to Cavancast. How you doing? You good? I'm not, and I'll tell you why. I was terrified recently. Amazing way to start off a relaxing podcast. No, I um, I have been working. I have been working on film sets in Scotland, and Scotland is uh, home to quite an array of wildlife, it seems, including a uh, a species which I was not privy to ever existing. Uh, it's a type of wasp, and I'm not a fan of wasps at the best of times. You know, even even little tiny wasps that can still pack a punch and are just generally aggressive and malicious for no reason. Do you remember last week when we were talking about maliciousness? Yeah, wasps. Wasps are just malice incarnate, it seems. I don't want this to become wasp propaganda. I'm not. I don't mean to be slandering wasps, but they're dicks. They're total dicks. I said it, and I stand by it. I will die on that hill. Speaking of being on hills, so I was on. I was on this hill, working, and um, there, there, I came across this creature which I had never seen before in my life. It looked like a wasp, but it looked like it was about to kill me. It looked like the sort of thing that. I figured if it had stung me, I was about to turn into a supervillain, not a hero, because it it looked pretty evil. I don't know why Ant-Man and the Wasp are both heroes, because wasps are dickheads. What like wasp is wasp as a as a hero as a as a, as a superpower is such a um. It's such a villainous, it's got villainous vibes to it. I don't know why, I don't know why they're a hero in the comic books. Anyway, um, this, this wasp I found out was called, uh, a wood wasp. Turns out they're not aggressive to humans. I didn't know that at the time. It looked very aggressive to humans. And, uh, it was on wood as its namesake would would suggest. But, um, yeah, it looks, it, it's like, it was the size of, I'm trying to think, what, say, um, what, what would be an appropriate size? That's a general size. Um, what could be good for this? Well, it was the size of, um, it was probably about half the size of a playing card. Maybe, maybe two thirds of the size of a playing card, and playing—you know—everybody knows the size of a playing card, right? Um, or a top trumps card, or a Pokemon card, or a Yu-Gi-Oh card, whatever you like. Um, it was about yeah, a healthy portion of that card, which is enough to freak you out if you've never seen one, right? Black and yellow, and just look, it had like. It looked like it had a stinger on it that was like a hypodermic needle, but 
I was assured that that is just for implanting eggs into trees. So it was just, it was getting busy with the wood. It didn't need to concern, I, I didn't need to be concerned. And that was my, um, my brief encounter with a wood wasp. What a roller coaster, huh? What a roller coaster. But no, so, um, speaking of all of that, so I have been working, working, working. Life has got very busy very quickly. So today's podcast may be a little bit shorter just because everything kind of crept up on me and I didn't have a chance to organize everything well enough so I could sit down and do a, uh, a podcast for as long as I'd like to today. So I've got some words for you. We're going to have a little chill session because like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm not like mentally, um, off. So my mind is working so I can do the podcast. I just don't have quite as long as I'd like to, but Hey, I like talking to you. And, um, recently I've got some, I've had some messages from people saying how much the podcast is helping them get through some hard times and I'm really, really happy it can help in some way just to help you switch off from the world for a little bit. So that's what we're going to do now, just for a little bit, a little bit less time than usual but hopefully enough to help you chill out. If you haven't been here before, if you haven't listened to the podcast before, hello, welcome in. Nice to have you here, because it's a podcast. Aside from amazing puns, what's involved in this podcast is me, myself, and I using a random word generator to generate five random words, and then I talk about them with whatever comes to mind, whatever I think will be the most chilled, the most relaxing, and the most entertaining. So, let us... Get on with the words of today. Also, for the first time, I am recording a podcast on my new bed, but it's currently a sofa, and it's amazing because, oh, I haven't actually thought about this yet, but it's really, it's the little things, okay? So I've um, made a new bed in my van, but I'm currently sitting on the sofa part of the bed. Oh, I know. So chic, so elegant, so multi-purpose. Ooh, what is this? Ikea? Ooh. Anyway, the uh, the thing that I'm happy about, that I've just realized how happy I am about, is that when I um, was recording the podcasts on my previous bed, which was fine, it was comfortable, there was nothing wrong with it, but it was very makeshift. It was the first bed I ever built, and I could sleep on it. However, it creaked. Like a haunted house on Halloween night. It creaked. And so I had to spend so much time when I was editing the podcast, just <laughs> editing out and ah and Half the time it was my belly, but uh, a lot of the time it was, yes, rather annoying um, creaks, creaks and squeaks. Surprised I haven't had a mouse friend in here yet. 
never too late, never too late. So, on the new bed, the new sofa part of the new bed, I got hinges and everything. Um, that's how I know I'm growing up. I'm getting excited about stuff like that. Hinges. Oh my god. So, word number one of today is gold. Gold. And actually, the the second word is dress, and that makes me think of gold. The gold dress. Do you remember the white and gold dress? That was a ride, wasn't it? Did I see white and gold, or did I see what was it, blue and green? Basically, if you didn't, if you don't know this, if you missed the internet in what was it, two thousand and sixteen? I can't remember now. Hang on. Oh, I love being in Scotland with no signal. Yeah, come on, you got this, buddy. I just searched white gold dress, and it just came up with the dress. Oh, 2015 it was. It's got its own Wikipedia page and everything. So there was this dress, this photo of this dress that was on. Uh, uploaded to the internet in 2015, and there was a massive argument about whether the dress was black and blue or white and gold. And the whole thing seemed to be, uh, seemed to spark a massive debate in like how we perceive color. I, I'm looking at it now, and I see blue and black, but I, I, I strongly remember conversations, heated conversations with people who thought it was white and gold. And do you know what it makes me realize? Like, if, well, if you're not doing anything now, Google the dress while I talk about this and see what you think it is. But it makes me realize it's like another notch in the bedpost of proof that the internet, nay the world, before 2015 was not amazing, but it was calmer. It was, at least in the Western world, it, there was a, a certain lack of anxiety compa- relative to, to what is around now. And, you know, what I'm... What I'm trying to do with this podcast is just tap into a little bit of that energy because I liked that time. I was on the internet in that time. I appreciated that time. I am grateful for that time. But post-2016, 2016 onwards, oh, honey, the world just, I think it's just, maybe it's just hit its like toddler phase because, you know, in relative terms, the, the world is very, very young. So maybe it's a toddler now. Maybe it's the terrible twos for the, for the, for the world and society. And just everything. is. There's no logic or reason. It's just anger and all the time. That was me trying to put a kind of humorous spin on a world full of anxiety. I hope it worked. I hope you feel monumentally tranquil right now. But yeah, that um, 
That dress was a crazy time. I've never been a gold guy. A golden guy, maybe. Ladies, gentlemen. <laughs> uh, but no, I've always worn silver. It's just been more me, you know. Some people are gold, some people are silver. Some people are pewter, bronze, I don't know. But I'm silver, to the point where, I think I've spoken about this before, I bought a replica of... Um, the one ring from Lord of the Rings, but it was a silver version because I detested wearing gold that much. But the first thing I ever bought off eBay was the Pirates of the Caribbean Aztec gold, so I can't be that against it. Basically, I just, like, I'm not phased by, like, expensive things. I'm, I just care about stuff that actually has like intrinsic value because that's just who I am as a person. But if I found a gold bar somewhere, goddamn, I would be having a great time. I had golden nug, right? Okay, okay. So not actual golden nuggets, like the gold, because we don't care about gold. Our idea of wealth here is not measured in monetary terms. No, it's measured in nostalgia and relaxation. So I'm, uh, I was house-sitting for a friend in Scotland, um, the, the, the same friend, the same one that had COVID. They're back now, they're fine. But they had, oh, he has a, a cos, Costco? Costco. I was going to say Costa. That's coffee. Costco wholesale card and uh, for anyone that doesn't know Costco is like I think yeah you have it in in America and everywhere else Costco is a worldwide thing I think it's basically where businesses go to pick up stock and supplies for their businesses it is just full of you, you go there to buy things in bulk and boy do they come in bulk and what he did, because he likes to use and abuse the system, <laughs> is buy massive bumper packs of like stuff like cereal and uh, like crisps and candy and stuff, just for the novelty of it being huge. And so this time around, he bought a massive, ma- the biggest I've ever seen, box of golden nuggets, the cereal. So... One, they're amazing. Two, I've realized golden nuggets, taste-wise, are pretty much the equivalent of Captain Crunch. Um, For y'all US listeners, Captain Crunch and golden nuggets are pretty much exactly the same. Three, if you know about golden nuggets and you grew up in the UK... I need to ask you a question. What do you remember the Golden Nuggets slogan as? Is it, they're honey crunching good, or they taste yee-haw? Which one do you remember? Because I remember they're honey crunching good, and my friend remembers they taste yee-haw. We got into quite a heat heated debate about the correct slogan for this cereal. Turns out it was both. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know where that was going. It just, I just wanted to know what you thought it was. Tweet me. At Cavan Kingston. Because I, I fully thought I was Mandela affected for a while. But 
man, Golden Nuggets were one of like the, they were like the S tier cereals, man, up there with like Coca Pops. I was never a sugar buffs guy, but I get why people like them. Um, Nesquik, Frosties, Cookie Crisp, oh, goddamn, Lucky Charms, Fruit Loops can go get in the bin because, no. If you like Fruit Loops, I hope you don't have a relaxing day. I'm sorry, I take that back. Yes, I do. Everybody deserves a relaxing day, even if they do like the taste of garbage. Anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it there about gold. That's more interesting than the history of gold. Anyway, golden nuggets, the cereal. Come on now. Gold is like on the periodic table and stuff, and it's like grows in the ground, and like you mine it, and like you get money and stuff. Yeah, like it's quite soft, but then you can make it hard. Oh, there's that phrasing again. But gold is quite soft. I didn't know this for a long time. Actual golden nuggets kind of look like you've just like chewed up a load of yellow skittles and then just like, like you were eating a load of yellow skittles in class at school and you shouldn't have been and the teacher catches you and asks you to spit it out into their hand and you spit it out and it's just this yellow clump of weird chewed up stuff. That's what gold looks like in its raw form. <laughs> there you go, science. And the uh, the chemical periodic symbol for gold is AU. Like AU, do you want to know what the second word is? Well, you already do, because I told you earlier, it's dress. No, not stress. We don't talk about stress on this podcast. No, we are talking about dress. The first time I ever wore a dress, I was in school, and we were in rehearsals for the school play. I think this is the first time I ever wore a dress, that I can remember, anyway. This is the first time I wore a dress in public. And back then, I mean, I was like, I was a teenager, right? I was like four, 14, 13, 14. And, um, I, I had an interesting time with it. Because where I come from a small town, so like the idea, like the the, the nuances of um, masculine presenting people wearing dresses was definitely, it definitely made more heads turn in that town compared to maybe somewhere like London. But I remember I was always leaning towards that because that was around the time that I was, you know, I was painting my nails black, I was wearing makeup, so like, wearing a dress didn't seem that much of a jump, but the reason it came about is because we were in rehearsals and someone said, um, someone said, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you a fiver if you walk around, if you put on this dress and walk around town. And I went, yeah, okay. So I put on this dress and I I walked around town and I got my fiver. But the more I was walking, the more I was realizing I would have done this for free. I felt good. I felt comfortable. I, um, Perhaps I had the safety net of knowing it was 
like a dare, but in myself I didn't feel weird wearing the dress. And it was kind of around that time where I was like, oh, this was kind of like my sort of revelation of like, oh, et- so it's not just for girls. <laughs> and like the, the, that kind of thing started happening. And um, that has that mentality has very much carried me into into now. And it makes me smile a lot to see kids growing up now doing exactly that you know i i wore it as a dare which you know looking back on it now didn't need to be a dare at all shouldn't have been a dare it's not really a thing to be dared about but back then you know it was um that was more of the mentality oh it was a thing oh he's gonna wear a dress oh and um yeah it was a very interesting experience that kind of broke me out of that way of thinking so basically Sometimes you don't know what you like until you try it. And then um, I remember dressing up for a music video and I had like a load of, uh, I had like basically drag makeup and my hair all done up and I was wearing really long nails. And I loved it. I loved it. And besides, men wore dresses back in the 18th century anyway. Found this out when I did a play that was based in the 18th century. All these like, they were called foppy, foppy guys. Not foppy, but fops. It was a time in it was a time in the, in history where men used to wear makeup. Men used to wear like like more outlandish makeup than 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 women, and um, these like big like white bouffant wigs and dresses and you know whatever. It was great. Bring that back. Not so much of the other stuff from the eighteenth century, but you know. That, the fashion, man, 18th century fashion, I'd love it. I would really, like, it's so good. It's so good. Because it's so, you know, even if it's, like, even if it's peasant fashion, it's still loose. And I'm like, I'm wearing a long, oversized, ripped jumper now. And that's basically the same thing. It's comfy, dude. It's comfy. Basically, that's that, that story before was to say that I'm... I'm very happy to see people embracing themselves at younger ages now, and if you're listening to this, wanting to do the, to to do the same thing, um, or something similar, or try something new that you you haven't thought about trying before, or not sure if you'd like or not, go for it. If you don't like it and you feel uncomfortable, fine. If it's not for you, fine. But just try stuff. It's one of the last things I want to do is is wake up on my deathbed. Wake up on my deathbed is be lying on my deathbed thinking, oh, I wish I'd done that. Um, so do as much as you can. Experience as much as you can. Um, talking of experiences, I'm going to move on to the third word of today, which is camera. And so whilst having these experiences... Um, I've never been a photo guy, like, uh, I've never been crazy about photos being taken of me, but also I never take them, um, well, no, this is a lie, I, I found myself not wanting to take photos of moments because I would lose, I would lose the moment in my head, 
it would then become about the photo. And that's obviously not the case for everyone, but um, for me, I am... I became obsessed with making sure the moment was captured well, even if that meant sacrificing the joy or the the poignance of the actual moment itself, which is not the way to be. It's a very skew-whiff way of thinking. However, um, what did what my, I found a middle ground basically, and um, whilst I don't necessarily agree with taking 50 photos of one moment on an iPhone. Um, what I do agree with and what I, I think works for me is taking Polaroids, Polaroid pictures. Because normally with Polaroid pictures, you've kind of got one shot at capturing it. And Polaroids, ha- mostly because <laughs> the film's so goddamn expensive... It just costs too much money to capture moments more than once. Uh, but Polaroids have got this amazing way of capturing moments. Um, and ca- capturing the energy of a moment that I just... It, it's just very difficult to do on an iPhone or an Android or just a phone camera or like... Yeah, disposable cameras kind of do it as well. But Polaroids just have this magic in them. Like, there's nothing I like more. That Well, there's a few things I like more. But if I go around to someone's house for the first time and I see they've got a wall of Polaroids, I can't help but look at them because there's there's so much energy captured in them and so much emotion captured in these in these Polaroids. And I think they're magic. I think they're absolutely magic. Um... For anyone who doesn't know, Polaroids are they're the type of camera where you take the picture and the film is the it is the photo. So you um you snap the picture and the Polaroid literally comes out, the photo comes out of the camera straight after you've taken it, and then it starts to develop as you hold it in your hand as it's exposed to air. As Andre three thousand says in Hey Ya by Outcast shake it, shake it, shake it like a Polaroid picture, because, well, according to previous literature, you were supposed to shake it to help it develop faster. Apparently, you're not supposed to do that. News to me, but whatever. There is, um, yeah, there's a real magic to them. I got, um, I got my first Polaroid camera for Christmas, uh, last year, and dude, I cried. It was the first time I've cried at Christmas since I was a kid, and I it was it was beautiful because I, I genuinely thought that that part of my life, like crying at a present, was was over. Um, turns out that was just depression. Uh, <laughs> I can still feel things, and um, yeah, it's it, I think they they capture moments in 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 wonderful wonderfully magic ways so i guess i guess my advice to you in in that respect is to make sure if you are trying to capture a moment don't lose the feeling of the moment and the presentness of the moment for the sake of capturing it 
don't try and make the framing perfect, don't try and make the exposure right, don't make sure everyone's, you know, not blinking, take it again, people were blinking, just, it is what it is. I may be thinking into it too much, and you may be thinking, yeah, Kevin, don't, it's not, it's not that deep, bro, and you might be right, but this is my podcast, and you're listening to me. So there. Word number four is whisper. And as much as I would like to give you a whispering ASMR experience, that's what my YouTube channel is for. So you can go over there and listen to some whispers over there because some people don't like the whispers. And so I'm keeping it consistent here. Um, but <laughs> one thing that did come to mind Oh, by the way, if you don't know what ASMR is, ASMR stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. Colloquially, I can never say that word, colloquially known as brain tingles. That kind of like, uh, thing you get when certain people speak, or people like crinkle newspaper, or you get a head massage, things like that. A lot of people get it from whispering, and get tingles from certain enunciations and delicateness and gentleness of voices but that's all the whispering I'll do um if you've ever got brain or head tingles from from this podcast congratulations you get ASMR not everybody does and if you haven't maybe you just haven't found your trigger yet anyway whispering so I remember hearing this story about uh, a certain building in which you can stand at one end of the building and the way it's architecturally designed is that you can stand at one end of the building and whisper and you will go hey what up bitch and <laughs> it will be able to be heard over the other side of this building so you could be standing in, standing in a corner of this building, see your friend walk in and peruse a painting perhaps on the other side of the building and uh, just lean in slightly and go, hey what up bitch, and they will hear you and it will probably freak them out if you haven't already told them that that's what happens. They're called whisper galleries or whisper domes. And there's quite a few of them dotted around the world. And normally they have like they, they have like a circular domey kind of like wall where the sound can basically travel around. Um, and so instead of carrying across the room, the walls are built in such a way that the the sound waves just track round the wall, and it can be heard on the other side. It was first um, discovered in St. Paul's Cathedral, I think, in London. There's a, there's a, like a, a dome-shaped room in St. Paul's Cathedral um, where you clap. And this is also technically an echo chamber as well. Um, so if you clap in this, in this whisper gallery, um, it produces four different separate echoes. And this kind of thing has always very much interested me. Also because 
you never know who could be hearing your secrets. Can you imagine if you were that like sketched out and paranoid that any building you walked into or anyone's house just be like, just just stand over the other side of the room for a second. Can you hear this? I have a hairy belly button. Did did you hear what I said? Uh, no. No, you didn't hear me say I have a hairy belly button. Oh, damn it. Get out of my house. I remember in um, in college they taught us about this thing called a, a magic corridor. Um, I don't know if that's actually what it's called, but um, they called it that. And basically it's a, a corridor that's designed in a similar way that it reacts to sounds, except it's not spherical, it's just a corridor. But the sound waves react in such a way that when you clap, the sound waves basically this is a very, very, like, non-sciencey way of explaining, but the sound waves essentially bounce off each other. You stand at one end of the corridor, clap, and the sound waves fire down the corridor, and because clapping involves all of the frequency spectrum, from low to mid to high, bass to mid to treble, um, all the frequencies bounce off of each other so you can stand at one end of the corridor, clap, and the effect that it gives, the sound that you will hear back, is maybe a bit s- slower than that. Like, you, you clap and you'd hear it was the weirdest thing, and I love stuff like that. Speaking of weird things, we're going to move on to the last word, and the 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 last word is worm. Now, um, aside from an amazing dance move, um, and glowworms, which are pretty dope, throw back to last episode, bioluminescence and sweaty fireflies (laughs) if you know you know so like i said i've been working out in the fields this week i've been working out in fields i've not been working out in fields i have worked out in fields but um yeah normally i just use the gym but (laughs) now i've been working out in fields and aside from finding horrendous scary wasps I found a lot of worms I was digging and I I found a lot of worms and it got me to thinking sort of when you find a worm it can be quite sort of like oh that's a worm and if you see and that reaction is interesting to me because you like your reaction is oh that's a worm for a lot of people but the worm's not doing anything to you like you've just Chances are, if you find a worm, you've just dug into its home. The worm's not doing anything to you. (laughs) It's just a worm, bro. It's just worming. Doing its worm thing. Like I said, only one dance move, but it's a good one. It's a good one. Which, anyway, that's irrelevant. Like, the, the point I'm trying to make is that these... These things, like worms, there's a metaphor here, by the way. These worms aren't 
inherently weird. They just are. They just exist. They're not trying to freak you out. They're just doing their thing. And what I love, what it made me think and what it made me realize I love is that there are so many things in this world just getting on with their thing, just doing their thing, living their best life. And if you're weirded out by it, if you have that reaction, if you come into its path, just leave them to it. Because it's not them being weird, it's you finding it weird. So you just leave them to it and carry on with your probably equally as weird to some people life. I think that was, was that a sentence? Sure, sure it was. You know what I mean. I mean, like I imagine if you, if you're listening, if you're a listener to this podcast, one, I appreciate you. You're great. Thank you for being here. It's nice to have you. But secondly, I imagine that's something you already do is, you know, be very compassionate towards people and let people do their thing and, you know, live their best life. Like I said, but it's nice to throw a reminder out there sometimes, I think, and um, sometimes you can you can afford to catch yourself and um, I think I think everyone has the propensity to bit to be a bit judgmental too quickly from time to time. Um, I definitely do. I am perfect. But the important thing is that you catch yourself afterwards. Initial like impulses aren't the bad thing. It's the it's the it's the the catch in your head where you go, Oh, hang on, no, that's not they're just doing their thing. This is fine. I'm gonna let them do their thing and I'm just gonna do mine. Cause they're not causing any problems to anyone. These worms. And um in a non-derogatory worm in a non-derogatory way let them do their thing you do yours and the world can be a slightly better place I think and there's my little moral take for the end of the episode a little bit of a shorter one today but I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you are feeling a little bit more chilled than when we first started. I am very comfy on my sofa, and I'm going to say goodbye to you and just enjoy this moment for a bit. I recommend that to you, you know, maybe not every time, maybe you're all, you're already asleep, um, but whatever you're doing, if you have the time and the space, just take a little bit of transition time to get back into the, into the world, if that's where you're going, you know, don't head straight back into it, don't go from like first gear to fifth gear, be conscious, be present, and just ease yourself into the next chapter of the day, be mindful, and all that. Before I go, I would like to say to you that I would love to be able to call this podcast a job at some point, and if you would like to help 
support me in making that a reality, you can subscribe to me on Patreon. You can become a patron of mine at patreon.com forward slash cavern. Just send us where you can. Just send a very small amount of money my way each month as a thank you for the podcast. If it helps at all, you absolutely don't have to. But the more people that do, the more time I can put into this podcast and making content where I can help you guys to relax and chill and just give you a bit of a break from everything going on. So if you feel like you can do that and you can get access to a load of bonus episodes as well, please feel free and I'd be very grateful. But apart from that, I wish you well. Please do take care of yourself. Be kind to yourself. And I will speak to you soon. Okay. Goodbye.